to the Less Stressed Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 141. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm well. How are you? I am great. Thank you to everyone out there listening. Um, I hope you're having a great day, a great life. We are honored to be with you today, and we're going to talk about writing your write your own headlines. Write your own headlines. We're talking about you should get a job at a newspaper. No, stop. We are not. We are talking about you should be writing your own narrative, the own, your story that's going on in your head. And I saw a Facebook post that just beautifully wrapped this up. We'll talk about why you're going to do this, because how many people you've bumped into lately who keep saying... I'm not kidding. Like I, this past week, I had so many conversations with people who were talking about having high blood pressure and other physical and mental negative experiences because of the headlines on the news and because of the headlines on the internet and that kind of thing. And so it just, you know, sometimes when you keep hearing a solution and then all of a sudden, or you keep hearing a problem and all of a sudden you see a solution, you almost feel like it's like one of those magical moments of, Ah, you know, and, and the clouds part. And so we wanted to bring this magical moment to you in case you're one of the people who is struggling with this. Right. And so anyway, I'm going to hop into this story. Okay, go for it. So this was the story that I saw on my friend's Facebook post. And the only reason why I looked at it and even read it was because this person is a very optimistic person and she chooses not to dwell in muck. Uh, So I thought, well, if she posted it, I should read it. Sometimes I just want it to stop. Talk of COVID, protests, looting, brutality. I lose my way. I become convinced that this is the new normal and that it is the real life. Then I met an 87-year-old who talks of living through polio, diphtheria, Vietnam protests, and yet is still enchanted with life. He seemed surprised when I said to him that 2020 must be especially challenging for him. No, he said slowly, looking me straight in the eyes. I learned a long time ago to not see the world through the printed headlines. I see the world through the people that surround me. I see the world with the realization that we love big. Therefore, I just choose to write my own headlines. Husband loves wife today. Family drops everything to come to grandma's bedside. He patted my hand. Old man makes new friend. Oh my goodness, I'm totally getting choked up about that. Um, I love this. I love it for so many reasons. But the biggest one is because there is so much good happening in each of our lives. But when we choose to just listen to the noise that's being shouted... We lose that value of the good that is happening each day. Right. So let me frame this in a, in a very weird way. Okay. You're going to make it. <laughs> so what if, I, what if I came to you and I'd say, yeah, um, last night Cinderella came to me riding a unicorn um, 
with trolls and a message from the leprechauns, right? Um, if I said, hey, I, and I need to tell you what they told me, what, what would you say? <laughs> I'd probably lock the door right. with you on the outside of it. Right. And so my, my point is this. We allow people, we don't know their motives. We don't even know if they're telling the truth about any of these things. They might as well be talking about leprechauns and unicorns. And we're getting stressed out about stuff that we don't even know any part of the backstory. We don't even know <laughs> if like what they're saying is totally fictional or made up. But because it it pops up on a screen in front of our faces, we treat that as more real. Just like I, we treat it like it's absolute fact, than opposed to the real people and the real life that we're living. Right. So it's it's just like in some ways, in my mind at least, unicorns and Cinderella and trolls bringing us the news every day because we don't know. We don't know where they're coming from. We don't know if they're telling the truth. We don't know all these things. And just because it pops up on the screen doesn't mean it makes good sense for us to listen to it. Did that make any sense at all? (laughs) It did. And I think, you know, it makes me think of an Andy Griffith show. We love Andy Griffith. It's an old black and white show. But in one episode, Opie, who is the little boy, so he's like, I don't know, late elementary school or something. And he meets a man who is working on telephone wires up on these really tall poles around these trees. And so he makes this clinking sound and all of these different things. And he just happens upon him when he's out in the park one day. Nobody else has ever met him. And to hear this child explain, you know, it's like a man who lives in the trees and makes a tinkling sound when he walks you know and everybody's like "Uh uh-huh sure um but then later on we actually see the guy and and the full perspective so sometimes even if there are true things that are happening but the way that they're being presented is so different from the way we would look at a situation um that even that difference of perspective can have a huge impact on our mindset um so anyway some things that you can do i think first of all just stopping and realizing if you are choosing to listen to the news and some people i know are in the habit of just having the tv on and maybe they live by themselves and so it just makes it feel not lonely But they're just continually passively listening to what is on the news. And the news gets good ratings for grabbing people's attention. And what grabs people's attention is stuff that just ramps up their emotions and gets them really ticked off or really, you know, whatever that strong emotion is. So first, just asking yourself, like, do I want somebody else to be writing this narrative in my head? And the bottom line is you have a responsibility for the narrative in your head. Like you are responsible for that. And I think we have checked out of that responsibility, most of us, all the time. Well, we expect other people to write the narrative in our head, (laughs) whether on social media or whatever platform you use. We're like, okay, I'm woke up this morning. My brain is clear. I had a few dreams or whatever, but my brain is clear. I'm going to turn on the screen. Please give me the headlines that I need to be repeating in my head for the rest of the day, (laughs) which is a total fail. It's a total fail for us to not take responsibility for the headlines. Now, 
Does that mean you don't want to be intelligent about what's going on in the world? Of course not. I think it's important to know what's going on. But if you don't have, if you let them dictate the narrative in your head, you're going to have a miserable day. And you're going to be ticked off and just not fun to be with. <laughs> so I have noticed in my head lately, and this is probably since COVID, because it was such a wave of like yucky news there for a while. Not that it's improved. I don't know. Maybe it has improved. Maybe not because I have changed. <laughs> but I was basically like my head, my major headline was, I am not going to be a jerk today. <laughs> that was the headline <laughs> in my my news feed that I really needed to have. You know, the at the bottom of the screen where it's like coming through continually, like at the bottom of the news feed. It was like, you are not going to be a jerk today. I like that headline. I think you should keep that as an ongoing headline. Um, I think that we can have these headlines in different ways. And I think like when you see someone or you make a phone call and you talk to someone and they ask what's up or how are you or whatever and you automatically jump into regurgitating all of the things that you just saw on whatever news station or online or whatever, then you are choosing to create that headline and pass it on. Um, But if you choose to create headlines like, you know, I enjoyed this fantastic meal last night. I tried a new recipe. It was really successful. Everybody in the house liked it, you know, or... I was really frustrated, but I chose to forgive my husband last night and not stab him. You know, I mean, whatever it is, but you have that power. I don't think most people realize the power that we have, not only for our own narrative, but the impact we have on other people. And maybe for you, that's social media. Maybe it's your Instagram story. Maybe it's your Facebook feed, whatever it is, but you have the power to impact people for good as much as other people have the power to impact you. Right. I we I have noticed this just becoming more aware of it in the past few months when we have our family meetings pretty much every day. It's usually around the table, around the meal in the morning. We're like, "Okay, guys, um, and girls, um, we did a great job yesterday. I try to think of something that's positive." That we've done. <laughs> Everybody's woke up and without screaming or crying. So great. We kind of passed that stage. But whatever. It doesn't have to be a huge win, but some kind of win. I'm like, okay, uh, everybody, we did a great job yesterday about whatever. And we review, you know, basically what happened. Then we talk about, you know, it's a great day today. We've got, and then I'll ask them to just debrief. What do you have? Like kind of what's their to-do headlines? And they talk about, oh, I've got this homework in school. Okay, well, we'll work through this, you know. And it gives everybody just a space, but it kind of frames it in a way where, like, we'll deal with negative stuff if we need to during this time, but it's basically a positive time, wouldn't you say? Yes. And I was thinking part of that, because we do another debrief later on in the day, generally around supper, and everybody has to say one thing that they're thankful for. And I think it's been interesting, even our littlest people who are now five and six years old, um, one of them was saying, I'm thankful that none of us has had COVID. Um, And they 
don't ever see the news and we don't listen to it on the radio and you know but still they've heard this as a major part of our narrative in the world right now uh, but still their framework was very positive because their story was i haven't had it so I have seen it practically, and the shift it does in your house when you talk about, okay, great job, everybody did, and it, it doesn't have to be conquer the world, but we did this job yesterday, let's review just a second, and it shifts us into such a better place than, excuse me, than just reacting to, you didn't do this yesterday. You know, I mean, there's, there's a long list of stuff that the kids didn't get done that they were supposed to do or whatever. I was like, you peed all over the toilet and all over the floor. The whole bathroom smells like pee and urine. And what were you thinking? I mean, like, I could start that about every morning. <laughs> it, seems like, it seems like it's becoming less and less, though, uh, now that we're getting older, thankfully. But, I mean, I could start, you know what I mean? I could start nitpicking the day. Um, but the headline, and it's the ma- the momentum it creates is my point. The momentum it creates as a dad, if you're listening and you're a dad or a mom, but especially dads, create that momentum where it's moving in a positive direction. But that also includes a challenge. I'm like, hey, uh, we really need to work on this project today. And so I give them the headline. This is the framework, whatever. And if there's rewards afterward, it's like, hey, we get this job done. I will count that as a good day. Y'all can do screen time or you can play or whatever, you know that next thing yes and it does it makes such a shift if we can point out the really good things that they have accomplished and that is sometimes and i think particularly as a recovering perfectionist and that's one of the things that one of the other episodes we talked about letting go of things um but you know i can look at my kids room and if i have told them pick up the room and there's a new area of the floor that I can now see that I couldn't see before, like I have to take that as a win. And I have to really brag on them for that good part and not bring up the closet of doom that they just threw everything into. (laughs) Right, because if I focus on the negative, I'm giving them a negative headline to meditate and dwell on. And that's, that's the shift for me. It's like, yeah, does that change reality? No. In some ways it does, though. But does that change the closet of doom? No, but until we get a better system, until I, because it's my fault that we don't have a better system, or actually your fault maybe. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, you shift it to a positive place. That's my point. Yeah. So the whole idea of write your own headline is be in control of your narrative and help control in a positive way the narrative of the people that you influence and maybe that is people in your household maybe that's people in social media maybe that's people in your workspace Um, but you can choose to be in control of your own agenda and not just reacting to what other people want you to react to right and ultimately ultimately your your real headline needs to come from the lord and I would say, you know, start off in the morning in prayer. Sometimes my, my prayer time is just short and simple and to the point. But at least I'm sort of having a prayer time. You know what I mean? Like, it's better than not, even if it's just like, oh, Lord, thank you for this day. But at least it starts in a, in a momentum, in a good direction. Um, whether it's quiet time, which I don't even know what that is anymore because <laughs> there's no quiet time in our home. <laughs> um, but, you know, going for a walk, whatever you do to connect with the Lord, uh, your drive into work, whatever. Use that time 
to refocus, kind of recenter yourself on what the Lord's headline, like a scripture. Uh, I'm believing more and more. Um, like it's great to read through the Bible. I've done that multiple times. But if you can just, mul- uh, I think you just multiply your your growth if you just keep chewing on the same verse. So like once you know, have a verse a week or something meaningful that you heard. Oh, I need to, I need to re- or look at that verse some more. Um, just focus on one thing and just have that as your as your point of reference. Um, I think that is the headline that's really going to carry some weight. I mean, we can make up our head, headline every morning, but sometimes you need something deeper, I feel like. And I think once you start the day, even if you've had a fantastic start, the reality is just like headlines on the news change frequently throughout the day, we have that same, you know, I've how many times have I been like, oh, this is going to be a rock star day. And then, you know, there's a torrential rain and I'm dripping wet because I forgot my umbrella. And, you know, all of these negative things can come in and interrupt that. But we have to be proactive in choosing to reframe and write another new positive headline. Yeah, Very good. So I think the bottom line is you are responsible for your headline. Ask the Lord for a good headline. <laughs> Maybe when you go to bed at night, say, Lord, I need a good headline. <laughs> Especially on a stressful day. If you know you got a stressful day at work or life or just whatever, doctor's appointments, um, ask the Lord for a good headline and go back to that headline. But you're responsible. I'm responsible for the headline. Usually my headline, just qu- keep it short and simple, don't be a jerk today. That's my headline. I know it's a negative headline, but man, that will get me so far through the day. <laughs> And I think, you know, sometimes even in my journaling and my prayer time, like I'll be wanting something really specific. Like I'll have something on my heart and I'm like, oh, Lord, I need you to speak to me about this particular problem or issue. And what do I hear? I love you. I love you. You're my child. And you know what? That's a great headline. And, and maybe that's just what you need. And if you read through scripture, like let's say you're like, I don't know what that means. I don't know how to hear from the Lord. I don't know how to journal in that way. If you read through the scripture, any of the verses that say this is who you are as God's creation, like that can be your headline. Yeah. And that's enough. All right. I hope this is helpful for you guys. I am like, I feel like I need to have a one-woman campaign on shutting down the negative headlines coming through on the news. Um, so... Let me know. I would love some feedback on this one. You can connect with us on Facebook if you search for Less Stress Family. You can connect with us on our website. It's lsfpodcast.com. On my Instagram account, Shauna Sheree Wood. You can email us, family or woodfamily at lsfpodcast.com. But most of all, here's the headline that I want you to listen to. You are valuable and what you do matters. Have a blessed day. Thank you.